0: Welcome back, listeners, to now the third episode of the podcast, What Just Happened Surviving Family Court. I am Timothy M. Sweet of the Law Office of Timothy M. Sweet, a law office practicing exclusively in family law. Last episode on the podcast, we talked a bit about how to best shelter and safeguard children from the ongoing stressors of the family court, whether it be divorce child custody disputes, child support matters, DCYF, potential adoptions, what have you. But today, I'd like to shift the focus from the children and shine a naked light on the family court litigant, himself or herself, and what they should expect on their court date with the hope that my listeners can be better equipped for what is coming and hopefully make the very most of their morning or afternoon in the family court. Without further ado, the first thing to expect in the family court is that the judge will view your matter as a post-it. Again, the first thing to expect is that your judge will view your case per the size of a post-it. And what does that mean? Your judge doesn't have the luxury, the time, or the patience for your life story. The less you say, the better, so long as you have chosen carefully what it is you say. On the days leading up to your court date, your mind will roil with worries, concerns, anecdotes, and random nine-year-old stories that perfectly summarize just how it is you came to be there in court that morning. Here's a hint for you. I want you to write it all down. For many of you, this will be cathartic. Write down every major and minor thing that pops into your head for three days directly prior to your court date. Write down everything you want your judge to know before he or she forms an opinion on your case or makes a decision about your kids, your home, or your assets. Write everything down on several sheets of paper. Then the next day, I want you to review what you've written and reduce those several sheets of paper to a single sheet of paper. Edit, revise, cut out anything peripheral or old or irrelevant. Get rid of it. A single sheet of paper then do it again the next day. Reduce everything on that single sheet of paper until it fits onto an index card. Leave out anything that is not absolutely critical. And then the next day, should be the day before court, reduce everything one more time to a post-it. Everything important about your case, your child, yourself, your home, your neighborhood, your school district, your assets, your concerns. The three to five foremost concerns or pieces of evidence or thoughts you have regarding your child's best interest or whether you can afford your home moving forward without your spouse's wages or whatever the contested issue may be, I want you to boil it down to a single post-it. Because the first time the judge hears your case, he or she is going to do exactly that. This will help you work through on your own time. What is most important, and it saves your judge the chance of being distracted or even judging you by a mere, minor detail. In family court, there's a saying among the lawyers, be an assassin, not a terrorist. Unfortunate connotation aside, it is helpful language for the family court. Be an assassin, not a terrorist. Do not fight every battle over everything, or you will lose them all. Reduce and simplify your perspective so that you are only arguing concisely and confidently on the one or two issues you cannot live without in the adjudication of your case. Do not leave it up to the judge to determine which of the 20 things you are discussing is important to you. You decide what is important and you bring those to the forefront. Next, what to expect. Your judge, many of you won't believe this, but I see it every day. Your judge will keep an open mind throughout your entire process, and you should too. I am aware that is not easy. In conflict, people tend to dig in their nails for fear of losing ground. But in the family court, litigants who are able to keep an open mind and even give the opposing party the benefit of the doubt ends their case on their own terms as opposed to having a a judge decide everything for them and their family. They end their case on their own terms, on their own timeline. They spend much less on legal fees. They endure much less stress. And generally, they have a more optimistic outlook moving forward. So try, 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 try to keep an open mind throughout. And rest assured that your judge will do the same. Now let me give you an example of two parents who did not keep an open mind. This was a matter, this wasn't a case I had, but it was a case I, uh, was able to view, the parties approached the court in a closed-minded fashion, both of them. This was a relocation matter. A relocation matter is just that it's a case in which one parent of a young child wants to move far away from the other parent. Say, Dad, in this case, uh, Dad wanted Mom and Child to stay in Rhode Island, and Mom had an opportunity for employment far out of state, where she'd been offering a better job with much better money. And better benefits and she of course wanted to take the child and so the family court was given this kind of Hobbesian choice they could either separate dad and child or they could keep dad and child together in the same state but they would be costing mom and thus child a certain quality of life so the family court after hearing all testimony and weighing the admissible evidence decided that mom could not move and take the child so far away from dad but that because mom had to stay and forego a higher pay rate, the court raised father's child support two or three times over. Mom came to the case with a closed mind. Dad came to the case with a closed mind. And neither of them gave the the family court a chance to answer that case with anything other than a decision. Everybody wants a hearing, but no one wants a decision. So neither of them left happy. Mom stuck in Rhode Island without a more fulfilling job. Dad happy his child is still in Rhode Island, but having had his child support raised insurmountably. Keep an open mind. Life is too short. Bank accounts are too small to fight over everything. So again, to review briefly what to expect in your court date, try, try, try to keep an open mind, or even for a gold star, try to give the other party the benefit of the doubt and whittle every single thing you are worried about or that you want to say or could say down to a single post-it. Difficult to do, easy to say, but it'll make your mornings in court much more enjoyable. On my next podcast, I'm going to tell you the secret of the family court that no other attorney is willing to admit to you, and it will change your perspective and your life forever, I promise. Please tune in, and in the interim, call me or write me if you enjoy this podcast so I can continue doing it. We love all kinds of constructive criticism. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you then. This has been Timothy Sweet of the Law Office of Timothy Sweet. We are located on 10 Elm Grove Ave, one word, Providence, Rhode Island, 02906. You can reach me by phone, 401-595-1665, or by email, Timothy M as in Michael, sweet, at gmail.com. Sweet at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and talk to you next <music>